This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Love is the law. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. We have Leah filling in for Grand. Hi, Leah. Hello, ladies. Thanks for letting me hang out. Hey, and it's Barbie Day. It's Barbie Day all day. Barbie Day at MyTalk 107.1. We just saw Ken dash out the studio, Ken and Barbie. They're going to be on Twin Cities Live. And if you aren't catching it right now, Twin City Live replays tonight, I think around midnight on Channel Uh 5. But you might want to watch it because Bradley and Dawn are Barbie and Ken today on Twin Cities Live, and I think it'd be fun, fun, fun to watch. But during our show, we are giving away every hour a pair of tickets to go see Barbie, and it's a $35 Fandango gift card that we can email to you. You can use it right away. It's simple, so you can go see the movie on us this weekend. So we, I think we should start it out right now for the seventh caller at 651 Six four one one zero seven one. Give us a buzz, and you can win your Barbie movie passes. And with that said, Laurie, oh my God, the phones are ringing. You went to Beyonce tonight. Tell me everything. Well, Grant went last night, and he knew to take today off. Rocco was there. Ran into uh, my talk people. I went with Shaletta. She was our concert buddy. We went with her in twenty sixteen. It was absolutely incredible the show was it was better than 2016 if that's even possible and i think it's because uh well first of all i love the renaissance album i love being into club that whole the whole dancing of all of that but the the stage and and uh was was so spectacular spectacular and it was like a stage wall, a wall because it's an open stadium. And they and the sound was unbelievable. Really? It was unbelievable. There is no lip syncing from Beyonce. She had 22 dancers um, who were also some of them musicians. All of her horn players were women. One of them looked to be about seven or eight months pregnant. Blue Ivy came out and danced a song. And she was so, so good. She's getting so tall. And um, Beyonce, when the show started, you know, the ticket said seven and people were going down there just like they did with Taylor Swift early to get merchandise. The people watching was fantastic. Well, the traffic when I went home last night on 94, I mean, to get off on university to go, it was backed up at six o'clock all the way to like Snelling. Yeah, that's it was a sold out. Uh, right stadium and there hasn't been a concert there since beyonce was there in 2016 really i didn't know that and there's like a crescent moon and the show didn't start until about 8 45 the ticket okay. said seven I would have okay let yeah. me just tell you i'm so grateful i didn't go because 
I would have had a panic attack. I wish Ticketmaster had just printed eight. Why don't they? I, I mean, don't know. It makes you be pissed when the show starts because it's like how I, we were not. We well, were of not course, mad. but I mean, for other people who maybe brought. No yeah. one was mad. No one is mad at Beyonce. Grant for, was mad. He called me seven times. He did not. <laughs> people, were, I would have been mad. But I, I don't know why Ticketmaster prints seven when say. So if you're seeing Beyonce in another city, know that she doesn't come out till about eight forty-five. Right as it's got like that. Kind of that dusky look to the sky. Because these are outdoor concerts, so she needs it to be kind of dark. Yeah, and so it was just dusk, and at like um, 7.45, she she goes, let's go down and and sit down, because we were having so much fun people watching. People were killing it with what they wore. There, You've never seen so many silver sequins, mesh, um, the boots like that some of the dancers were. I mean, people were bringing... Uh, the the style and it was super fun people watching but we went down about 7.45 and all of a sudden Shaletta goes well there goes the wardrobe and we see these guys two huge racks at 7.45 now yeah 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 going by and we're like oh wow oh my gosh and I've never seen that before but the stage was so good her she's so heartfelt you know when she said at the beginning you know Beyonce, Minneapolis, Minneapolis, you know, people just went lost their minds and every, everyone was just so happy. And it was just perfect really, weather, too. Oh, it was perfect weather. And mm-hmm. the merchandise was really fabulous. The t-shirt, everything was like $55. She also sold $35 fans because there's one song where she has the fans and the, fanning. Pe- the people who were on the sunny side of the stadium had to be sweating their balls off because it got hot. You know, it did of, get hot. It was hot last night. It, it was hot. hot. Yeah, it, but it was it was so much fun. And she, I mean, the singing, dancing, the production, it was just absolutely fantastic fantastic show we just had an absolute blast and like i said the people watching everyone was so happy i'm gonna say it was 80 percent women of all ages and then the rest were guys of course we had a lot of um you know maybe gay most of mostly gay guys but there were also couples on dates Uh, that would have been an impressive way to grant took surprise yeah yeah Yeah. it would have been a very good date night but Mm -hmm. it was primarily women of all ages the uh, mom and daughter that sat next to me that was her first concert how fun and Gillette is like I'm not going to tell my daughter how many kids I saw her and it wasn't that many but here and there you could see mother daughters like sure. girls that were 10 11 12 but it was just a, a giddy experience and I would totally put this show in you know my top five concerts it was that good. really because the the stage, the production, the sound. Beyonce is perfection. She pays attention to all the little details, big and small. And mm-hmm. she just seems to be getting stronger as this tour is going. Because remember Having when she fun. started in in, in Sweden, mm-hmm. she had a bad knee. Yeah. So it's probably healing. Did you notice any of that, that she wasn't Nothing. dancing a lot? Because remember, that was all the rumor. She changed beginning. about eight times, and I've never seen so many glorious thigh-high boots uh, in patent reds, sparkly silver, you know, purple. I guess a couple of her outfits last night were making their debut at Minneapolis. Okay. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, 
She didn't cover a Prince song like she did in 2016, but I think that might have been an impromptu thing because it rained. We had yes, a little delay, and she did, did a little bit of Purple, Purple Rain. Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she did a little snippet of River Deep Mountain High and dedicated it to Tina Turner. Nice. And she chatted. I mean, it just it was just a really incredible concert What time experience. did you get home? Well, uh, I got home at like 12.05, and we left at the, I think the show was over at maybe like 11.30, and mm-hmm. so it just took, it was craziness, you know, outside of it with that many people. Trying to but, get on the green line, the blue buses, line. Buses, cabs, yeah. parking lots, pedicabs, but, but you know, I live so close to home. But you I, do. Shaletta and I both had puffy toddler feet uh, by the end of the night. Uh uh, our, our 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 dogs were barking. Oh, Lori! Just how because fun. it was hot, yes. and we were standing yes. and dancing, but it was it was it was worth every penny, and we had terrific seats. Do you think she could have sold out another one here? Or probably, yeah. Shaletta told me that uh, Minneapolis was the least expensive ticket. Of, to see her. To see her. In the um, U.S.? In the U.S. Okay. And Chris Schneider, both Chris and John and Ross Rilla were all there last night, but uh, Chris confirmed that in in his story that uh, tickets were, the resale tickets were the best prices in Minneapolis and probably hotel and everything because it's a Thursday night. Sure. Not a Saturday. Friday, like she's, yeah, but yeah, she's yeah. got a very... She just has a day off between shows. Tomorrow she's at Soldier Field. Monday she's Sunday she's off. Then Monday she's in. She's Detroit. not doing the Taylor Swift weekend only tour. No, she is packing it in, and it was just glorious. A glorious oh, I'm so glad. concert evening. All right, cool. So, yeah, very very cool. Yeah. So all right, who anyway. won the tickets, Leah? Betsy. It was her third time trying today, so she was excited. Oh, Betsy. Okay. Very good. Well, we'll be doing that how many more times today? Two more. Every um, We're giving a pair every hour in the 4 o'clock and 5 o'clock hour. And later in our show also, we've got a pair of tickets to go to the Polo Classic um, on August 6th. That People have been excited about those tickets. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's stories we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And we've got a nice testimonial from Julie she said, Torben promptly answered all of my questions, tolerating my limited comprehension and interest in anything finances. <laughs> he communicated frequently, clearly, and cheer- cheerfully throughout the entire process. I just couldn't have been happier about how seamless and easy it all was. And now, you know, you hear that. All right, so my nephew, my godson, just got a house. Oh, really? But they had tried for months and months, and every time they'd get into a bidding war, but it ends up because it's so tight people are paying so much more than what the house can even um, be assessed at mm-hmm. and so it's kind of crazy out there but they you know were pre-qualified and had all their ducks in a row so when the perfect one came around for them actually because it always works out that way I swear they got it right away let first equity be your partner in your debt in your mortgages they're there for you keyword David at my talk you have heard probably today that Tony Bennett died master pop vocalist today at 96 years old just three weeks short of his 97th birthday and of course the first chapter of his singing life is hits like i left my heart in san francisco and really in the shadow of frank sinatra and Mm -hmm. then he came back 
bigger than ever in the 90s with the voice that had just gotten richer and wiser and he had he had hit after hit especially with Lady Gaga mm-hmm. uh toward the end and he recorded with other stars like Amy Winehouse and he was brokenhearted when she died and uh, he, he just was really incredible. I asked Casey today, I said, do you remember our first concert we went to was Tony Bennett at Mystic Lake? And he goes, I vaguely remember that. And I'm like, oh, geez, your memory. But we saw him at yeah. Mystic. And I, yeah. so this would have been 98, 25 right. years ago. And it was absolutely terrific. And he Casey kinda, and I were by far the, the youngest, youngest people. people there. It was like they had busloads of uh, but it, it, he was just so. I'm so glad that I did see him. Oh, because, that's a that was a big thing, and I was so jealous when Lady Gaga was per- performing with him in Las Vegas. Never to see him there. Oh, I know. Remember, he mm-hmm. had a very. He was born Anthony Dominic mm-hmm. Bendito. Benedito. Benedito. Grew up in Queens. He was in World War II. But his musical life, Lori, kind of started in the 50s and 60s. And like it said, was, he was in the shadow of Frank. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. But he had, um, he made it big. This hit, this I Left My Heart in San Francisco was, it never made it to number one, but one of his biggest hits in 1962. But then he kind of, after all this, you know, he got married, had kids. Um, and then in the 70s, he just, because he was so big in the 50s and 60s, in the 70s, he just went down, mm-hmm. went dark, was depressed, was performing in Vegas, turned to pills, cocaine, weeds, everything, and just was very, you know, blue and sad. And he got out of it and got divorced from his first wife and then married again, had two more children. But his son then took over his management in the 80s, and it was his son who kind of made him relevant, got him on David Letterman's couch, got him on MTV Unplugged, mm-hmm. got him to do the duets with Amy Winehouse. So right. his son managed his career back up. back up. And he really had a renaissance, I mean, from the, the late 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and then was diagnosed, I believe, in like 2016 with Alzheimer's and still continued to perform until 2021. And his, he was still singing and playing pianos just days ago. Right. Because the music piece of your brain is like the one thing that stays with you in Alzheimer's dementia and people who have strokes and can't talk. Some the people. Singing. My yeah, mom. A, my yeah. mom had never. She could never do it again because she couldn't. No, she can't listen to music. That was a weird thing because they always said that music people can relate to. But one of the things. So he's been married to this his wife Susan, who he met when Susan's mom came to see him in concert, and oh, wow. somehow there's a connection there. And Susan's mom, I believe, was pregnant, and um, Susan was 19. And Tony Bennett was 59. It was scandalous for everybody. Right. But she stayed with him for 40 years. They did not get married until in the 2000s. And she stayed with him and was really, truly the love of his life. But you can imagine how you'd be like, he's 59, you're 19. She stayed and took care of him till the end. But he really, what a life. What a love. He always seemed so happy and generous and lovely and would perform for everybody. He won 18 grand. Emmys, two Emmys, and was a Kennedy Center honoree. I mean, on Twitter, the people who are posting photos of themselves with him, famous people who loved him, you know, Tony Bennett with uh, Keith Richards, Tony Bennett with Barack Obama, Tony with Smokey. I mean, there wasn't anyone he didn't know. Mariah Carey, Priscilla Presley, um, 
you know, just everybody knew him. And of course, he's 96. Sure. So he's been around for a while. Been around. And Roger Friedman uh, wrote today because he knew him and he would see him perform in New York and stuff. But he said, Tony was never a prima donna. He said, one story that comes to mind after a TV special of Tony's won several Emmys at the after party, there was a buffet. There was Tony and his devoted wife, Susan, sitting on a long bench, among other people, no one paying any attention to them. Their paper plates were perched on their knees and they were eating from them. I said, Tony, you just won a lot of Emmy Awards. And why are you sitting here? And Tony said, it's okay. We're fine here. We don't need to be at a table. Oh, so just hum- he felt like a humble good guy in Lady Gaga. I mean, I really just, she must be devastated because they were really close. They did two albums together. Yeah. And, you know, she kind of felt like she, you know, when he got Alzheimer's, she kind of carried him through the music and the performing. And mm-hmm. what a, he just seems, what a neat guy. So that's an, uh, a national treasure. Yes. And Bob Hope originally kind of took him under his wing. Mm-hmm. Back way, 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 way back in the day. So, and then another great guy died. Oh, uh, Hal Blaine, uh, who's a legendary Wrecking Crew drummer for hundreds and hundreds of hits. I mean, if you ever get a chance to watch the Wrecking Crew documentary, it's fantastic. But he was the session drummer. He was the man. He literally played on hundreds, if not thousands of records. You cannot... Underest- List them because it's um, you were Lori was playing these for me all day in the double. Well, life. let's let's hear "Be My Baby." The Ronettes he did all of Phil Phil Spector used him, and he's the which really builds to the whole song of "Be My Baby." Yeah, play it. We can play that. He was the drummer on the Three's Company theme song. Come and knock at my door. But here we go. Okay, we're not ready yet, oh, but some okay. of the songs, like, he was the drummer on Annie's song for John Denver, Bridge Over Troubled Water, Simon and Garfunkel, a lot of Elvis, Can't Help Falling in Love, A Little Less Conversation, The Partridge Family, Cherish, Yes, Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water, Cecilia, he was the drummer on Christmas, there you know, Baby Please Come Home, A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, The Monkees, uh, The Grass Confessions, he played the drums on MacArthur Park, Richard... Harris's song. How old was he? He was 90. He was 90. So like Tony Bennett, had a good long life. And yeah, check out The Wrecking Crew that uh, if if you're a fan of of music documentaries, this is a terrific one. Thank you for that. It's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX with seven metro-wide locations, including Hudson. We absolutely love when we get testimonials from the families or the kids themselves that have gone through the program. And the number one thing is Learning RX changes lives. Um, we do know, you know, from studies and everyone's heard about it, reading and math scores are down substantially. Um, and this is a way, if your child is, is, is struggling, that you can help them, you know, get up to speed and even excel. Be a great learner. There's nothing worse than being in a class where everyone's talking about something and you have no idea what it is and maybe have to be taken out into the hallway to have a special teacher and things like that and you even kind of miss stuff. It's Learning RX works. It's one-on-one brain training where they get to the root cause of the learning issues and then and then set up a program that just works to help you open the path. Last night, Hello Doll, uh, Barbie broke records with its preview night with 22.5 million in the U.S., which which is 
more than the preview night when the Avengers open, the Batman, and Hunger Games. So the appetite for Barbie is very, very real. It places it number four on the all-time preview list. Um, and like I said, ahead of those other big movies. And Oppenheimer had uh, 10.5 million domestically. So Barbenheimer is, is is really happening. So it's just it's exploding. And so um, Barbie is on track. Like, I think you already said to make 110 domestically. I think and, it's going to be more. And then the next sentence says that's a huge sum for a female skewing event movie. Let's show them, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. that we want to see more of these movies. And then, like, um, like they say that Oppenheimer is only pacing to make 49 million, and that's what it was expected to do. And um, there's a there's you know there's this um, Barbenheimer effect out mm-hmm. there, and Grant I know is going to both of them on the same day. Unbelievable! And so there's tips for how to how to stay awake and alive. <laughs> That's a lot of movies. And I don't know. I would see Oppenheimer first, and then go see Barbie. Uh, opposite for me. You would Barbie go, first. Barbie first. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been too excited too long about this movie. Well, if you're seeing him in the same day, I'm just saying I would I would end on the oh, higher Bar- note yeah. mm-hmm. because Oppenheimer is a great movie. I really I would go see it again with Jeff because mm-hmm. he wants to. Mm-hmm. But um, they're saying stay hydrated. <laughs> you know, don't eat. Mix in some protein when you get all your sugary uh, treats and popcorn. Yeah, and the movie theaters are happy about this because, let's face it, uh, Dial of Destiny, Indiana Jones, considered a bust, and kind of Mission Impossible Mission, has been too. It really it really has. It's, and I, I looked it up today because I was wondering... Someone sent us a note yesterday, a listener, that Mission Impossible was just only so-so. Chris Hewitt gave it three out of four stars. He gave, um, you know, the other one that's out there is Joyride. That's supposed to be Bridesmaid Meets the Hangover. That's supposed to be so funny. I feel like there's a lot of options right now in the movie theater. There are, but the the two movies everyone's going to are are Oppenheimer and Barbie. check the tickets before you go, you guys, because... I'll never forget, like, years ago when Aunt Marlene and I were solo. It was just her and I on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And um, we were just, of course, we're going to go to a movie and didn't even think about it. And we get to the movie theater and everything is sold out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And it was the first time they allowed people to reserve their seats. And, yeah. And people do it now. I mean, there was there's not a lot out there. So just make sure you look at that first yeah. before you go. Good idea. Um what in the hell did Ariana Grande do with the, I mean, she blew up her life. She blew up her life. This guy that she's dating, her blew up poster, his life. he blew up his life. I mean, not, it's not going to last. It's giving me Miranda Lambert uh Well, here's something flashbacks. interesting about Miranda, Mar- Miranda <laughs> Lambert. Uh, that, uh, her thing with Blake blew up. But there was a blind item maybe two days ago. What country music star is hitting the bottle again hard because her relationship is kind of failing? And it was Miranda Lambert. Oh, so well. hence maybe why she was so crabby, crabby the other night at her performance. Yeah. You know? But, um, you know. Well, Ariana Grande, I mean, the fact that, you know. She was married. Yeah. Her, I guess her husband tried to win her back at some point when she went to London late last year to work on Wicked. And so... I, you know, when did Ariana and this co-star of hers start? Uh, they're comfortable enough, Julia, where Ariana's people openly told People magazine they are dating and he has a wife and a child. 
at home and just was doing loving posts. And <laughs> and I just thought, okay, here's a summary. Just And I'm not doing this to shame Ariana, no. but sometimes people, particularly when you're younger, you hop from person to person. You can't bear to be alone for whatever reason. Jennifer Lopez was like this. Very much so. Mm-hmm. So Ariana cheated on... Jai Brooks, Hi Brooks, with Nathan Sykes and Mac Miller. She started things up with Big Sean when he was with Naya Rivera. She cheated on Big Sean with this guy named Ricky, who's a backup dancer. Then she started things up with Mac Miller suspiciously soon after her breakup with Ricky the dancer. Then Mac Miller, you know, he was also cheating because he had a longtime girlfriend when he got together with Ariana, and they did it twice in 2013. And 2016, her thing with Pete Davidson literally, literally started two days after she broke up with Mac Miller. And Pete Davidson left his girlfriend, Cassie David, Larry David's daughter. She was like seven years or six years with her or something? He left left his girlfriend for Ariana. And um, so anyway, she is always, she's like a, a woman who wants to have somebody in the wing. So I'm just saying this is, you know, not going to last. How old is she? I wished it had been Andrew Garfield. Uh, she's, uh, what is she, 27? 28 or something like this. This uh, Her guy Leah, that she's you know with she is? is 31, and yeah. he's his wife is his high school girlfriend, and they've been together 10 years. I'm sure that she is absolutely Devastating. a wreck. And he, um, yeah, I mean, he's a, I don't like new boyfriends that are married men with babies at home. Yes. I, yeah, I know. And she, she's does? 30. You're talking she's Ariana. 30. Yeah. She's 30. 30. 32. All right, okay. it's time to grow up. Kate Hudson, we called her the trampoline, the human trampoline mm-hmm. hopper. Um, the hopping. Well, sometimes people just don't break up until they have the next thing in line. That can be a habit. That can well, be a thing. People when, do that with jobs. I did it, you know, and when I did it and after my second marriage, you know, I made it was such a disaster. And I was just like, I need to be alone and learn how to love me. And I remember going to the Renaissance Festival and buying a wedding, a, a pretty you ring. I and I said, and I married myself. I was like, I, Lori, promise to just be with myself and only boink guys on the side and not have any dates or any relationships. I promise you. I love that so hard. Because I was kind of a hopper like that. Yeah, I like to have somebody in the wings so I didn't have to feel. That's the really the main thing I think about it. Uh, It's probably why most people do that is you don't want to, you know, deal with feelings, the sadness. Da, 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 da. So it's like a natural thing mm-hmm. to like, oh, I want to just, I just find feel, a love I feel, bubble. I don't feel bad for Ariana Grande. I feel bad for this guy. I feel bad for his wife. I don't I feel, feel totally, bad for the guy No, for his wife, totally. I, I feel, feel bad, bad for the wife and, and he, the kid. That's not going to last. We already know that. These two? Oh, no, hell no. Hell no. It'll be a very awkward press tour whenever that happens. Because they will be long over. Remember, Wicked Part 1 is not supposed to come out until Christmas 2024. And part two, 2025, hell no, are these two going to be together? Oh, my word. She's going to, yeah. Oh, Ariana. I know. Ariana, I'm a singer. So I really wonder when they started because... um, What sounded like January? I know. It sounded like Just in May, he's tweeting things, you know, he's Instagramming his love for his wife and from the baby in him. Someone should have told him, you know... 
Mm-mm. All right. You're just the buffer. Leah, uh, I like your voice. It's very bubbly and happy. Well, thank You're good. you. You have a good radio voice. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's our first day working with you. Yeah, this is fun. Uh-huh. All right. Thanks for filling in for granted. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.